You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Obehave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Hey everybody, this is Arden Moore, your host of the O-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. Yeah, I hear some chatter in the background, a couple of wolves. That's because we're in New York City for the Purina Better with Pets Summit. And we're going to be talking to a lot of who's who, bow wows in the pet world. And stepping up right now is the editor of Tales Magazine. We're talking, of course, about Laura Drucker. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi, thank you. Hey, tell us a little bit about Tales Magazine. Tales Magazine was founded in 2000. Uh, we're a print magazine based in Chicago with a strong focus go on... Go Bears, go Cubs, go Sox. Oh, poor Cubbies. We don't talk about that yet. <laughs> it's too soon. Yeah, it is too soon. Uh, with strong focus on rescue and adoption and pets wellness and pets as part of the family. So. And w- speaking of pets, who do you have in your life? I have little Reggie, four-year-old Reggie, who is not here today. And what is Reggie? She is a Beagle Jack Russell mix. Oh, my God. One with the nose and one that's got to go do some. Has Reggie already redone your uh, wiring in your house? No, she is very mellow. Really? Yes, she Those does. two breeds, and they're mellow. She doesn't chew. She barks a little bit. If now, do you chew or bark a little bit? A little bit. Okay, okay, that's good. So what is something you are looking forward to, to being here at the Better With Pet Summit? I am sort of a self-identified Real Housewives fan, and I'm very much looking forward to Carol Radziwill. Um, I admire her as a writer and as a woman, and I might, I might fangirl a little bit. Okay, that's fine. And how do people find out more about Tails? Uh, you can visit tailsinc.com or visit our Facebook page or Twitter. We are always active and lots of good content and puppy pictures. All right. We're going to do more here from the Better With Pets Summit brought to you by Perina after we take this quick commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
Welcome back to the OBA Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're in New York City here at the Perina Better with Pets Summit. And oh my gosh, a good friend of mine, the pet lady, circle our trademark, is the one and only Dana Humphrey. Welcome to the show, Dana. Hey, thanks, Arden. So Arden. great to be on the show. So tell me what's up with the pet lady these days. <laughs> Well, the pet lady is happy to recently get her trademark. Yes. And um, you can check out some TV segments that she's been doing about Halloween and Thanksgiving pet safety at thepetlady.net. Nice. And you've been in the pet world a long time. You teach classes. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure, yeah. I teach at FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology, in the pet product marketing and design department. It's the only pet department in the planet. So we're so excited about that. Um, The students are awesome. They're all learning how to make their own pet products or start their own pet brands. So you're kind of like sharks only without the bite. (laughs) We prefer less shark, less bite. (laughs) You're trying to set them up to succeed, right? Exactly. I think I got you on that one, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah, you did. And I like sharks anyway. (laughs) And um, what about the summit? What's something you're really looking forward to, to be learning from? Well, this is so amazing. I mean, there's pet experts here from all around the world. A lot of my good friends are here. And for me, it's just four train stops away. Oh. I'm here I'm here in the neighborhood. So I love the Pyrenees Summit. I think it's an awesome uh, event. Um, there's so many. Um, I already saw a celebrity cat and a cute dachshund walking the red carpet. <laughs> so that's always a good start to Did the morning. Did you get any fashion tips from the four-leggers? Not yet. Okay. Not yet, but okay. coming soon. Okay. <laughs> and again, we're talking to Dana Humphrey. And how do we find out more about you? You can follow me at Pet Lady World on Twitter. All right. Pause up, Dana. Woo! Woo! Hey, folks. We're here at the uh, Perina Better with Pet Summit in New York City. Next up is Rachel Phelps with the cool dog. Preston, hey, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. So tell me what's, uh, what's up. What's the update on Preston these days? Oh, we've been really busy. We've been traveling the countries, attending different pet expos. And today we're here at the Perina Better with Pet Summit. So how's he doing? He's got more frequent fur miles than most people. Oh, yes. He loves traveling with us and spending time and meeting his fans. Has he tried to fly the plane yet? Not yet. Maybe maybe in the next year or so. <laughs> Three people on the planet that don't know Preston, give a little 411 on me. Preston, we're an online pet magazine or blog. And there you there go. He is. I'm and, cute we're by the cat room. <laughs> and we talk about pet products, lifestyle, travel, and anything a pet parent would want to know about. All right. And I think I heard you, Preston. There, Let's go down farther because that's the kitty room. Preston's like, Mom, you're tempting me. You're tempting me. How do we find out more about Preston? Uh, you go to our website, um, www.prestonspeaks.com, or we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, about any social media platform, too. So what's happening in maybe December, January that people can... Uh, we will be at the um, San Francisco Pet Expo in the beginning of January, and then Vegas, and then L.A. Wow. Any idea of how many miles you guys log a year? I have no idea, but I know last time I counted, he's up to 75-plus flights. Oh, my gosh. Does he go in the bulkhead or where? No, he goes in his carrier underneath the seat in front of me where your feet go. Nice. You better stay nice and trim, Preston, right? All right. It's very nice seeing you again, Rachel. Great seeing you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're still here at uh, New York City. We're at the Perina Better with Pets Summit, and I'm delighted that we have a tag team here. We've got a vet and a vet behaviorist in the house. I am speaking, of course, of Dr. Zara Bolin and Reagan McGowan. Welcome to the show, ladies. 
Thank you very much. Glad to be here. here. All right. We're talking about the emotional well-being for pets. Let's start with you, Reagan. A little 411 on your credentials. Well, my PhD is in applied ethology, so I'm an ethologist, which means I study animal behavior. But my research mostly focuses on how we can assess positive emotional states in our pets and then how we can take that information using both behavioral and physiological measures with a real holistic approach, take that information and apply it to information about the human-animal bond, but not from the person's perspective, from the pet's perspective. Power to the paw. Power to the paw. <laughs> All right. And we also have Dr. Bolin. Tell us your credentials, your background. Uh, well, I'm a small animal clinical vet from Ireland. I know the accent is hard to believe, but it's there somewhere. And I've just moved to the U.S. to join Purina's team and the global global communications team. Well, welcome. Welcome to America. Thank you. Um, <laughs> tell me your dog's name is not Blarney. It's Rumba. Oh, okay. Rumba. Okay. She's got a great hip movement. <laughs> what I really liked is in one of the talks, let's go with stress with pets, because we always think that pets are good for our health, mm-hmm. but we need to turn the table a little bit and worry about what we can do specifically to help them feel safe and better in their environment. So give us a little idea from the dog and cat standpoint, a couple things we can do, Reagan, that would help our pets feel more safe and welcome members of the family. Well, just in your own house, you can really think from your pet's perspective. So look around even at the surfaces you have to make sure that they'll be comfortable for your pet. If you have a dog, especially an older dog, look out for slippery surfaces on the floor. Maybe put down rugs for them. Make sure you have comfortable spaces for them. And even sometimes just get down at their level and see what they're seeing about the environment. Well, that would be a nice pose to going from the dog or cat's viewpoint. You really can see those dust bunnies and everything a little better. Exactly. But you can also sort of picture how they see the world to see what might be stressors there that you might not have even thought of looking down, but they're looking up so there could be a strange ceiling fan or weird lights flickering up there or something that you yeah notice. and speaking of lights mm-hmm. shed the light the idea on the good and bad lighting and from the dog or cat's perspective well their perceptions are much different than ours and they can actually see in different uh, light spectrums than people can and they're more sensitive to things like the speed of a light flicker let's say with a fluorescent bulb or such okay. so switching the lighting can even help to make it more natural like there's a lot of new led lighting that's yes. in a more natural spectrum. It's dimmable. So LED stands for love every dog? <laughs> sure, <laughs> love <Okay>. every dog. <laughs> Sorry, cats. <laughs> well, the lighting is very important for cats, too. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, indeed. But I like to promote just making your environment more fun for your pets to really stimulate them from a cognitive perspective, too. So, And there's a color scheme. I, Dr. Marty Becker was talking about Think Easter. What does that mean? Uh, more pastel colors seem to be attractive to our pets. Okay. So depending on your design style and how your house is, those more neutral and pastel colors are calming and soothing. But if you're thinking about something like a toy for your pet, then high contrast bright colors is, yeah. is really attractive to them, too. Yeah. I'm already into it, yeah. Yes. And, and Dr. Bolin, you, you were part of the panel that was talking about uh, the emotional well-being for kids and pets. Tell us a little bit of things that we can do as parents to make it a better connection with the pets and the kids. Gosh, it was a it was a fantastic panel, and, and the experts on that had me near to tears. I was trying to bring back the emotions because, yeah, I think our experience with children and pets, 
we talked a lot about the unspoken connection right. and the unspoken language and it's so difficult to, to try and grasp that and, and put words around it because it's just it's it's you know the unverbal the nonverbal communication that we have 90% of, of our communication is nonverbal but it's a hundred percent for our dogs and they can create this connection and Jane Vidal was talking about teaching empathy to some of these children and she's it's just it gives me goosebumps to think about how she she works day to day and she's bringing dogs into shelters and correction centers and juvenile detention centers and hospitals and everywhere in the community and she's teaching emotion to these children that may have come from from homeless environments or have had some criminal backgrounds and you know they start off standoffish they don't want anything to do with anyone and they're distrustful and you bring a dog into the room you bring a pet into the room and everything changes well I got to tell when you were being the moderator I'm an ex-newspaper reporter I cited your quote you said dogs are the ultimate teacher of mindfulness yeah, I I witness it every day with my dog. They are in the moment. They are utterly, completely, 100% right here, right now. They're not worried about what happened yesterday. They're not stressed about what's going to happen today, later in the day or tomorrow. They're here. They're right now, and they're experiencing. And how are that? How has that helped you? Are you? It grounds less you. Apt to think of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Absolutely, it completely grounds me. So I, I'm so lucky I can bring my dog into work with me every day. Give us a little, a little shout out. Power to the paw with your dog. Power to the paw with your dog. <laughs> She's amazing. She's rumba. She crossed the pond. She did. She flew across from England, and you know what? She bounced out of her uh, her crate. Yeah, after 36 hours of flight and driving, and it was she in doggy first class. Sadly not. Well, she was, but it was. she's too big, so she had to be driven. She couldn't fit in a domestic flight, so she had to be driven from Chicago to St. Louis. She's an 85-pounder. <laughs> but you know what's most amazing, and this is what I find so exciting. There's so much we still don't know. So she arrived, so I had a removal van, I had furniture. I didn't even take her. It was a very emotional reunion, I'm not going to lie. But she was in perfect condition. She bounced out of the crate straight into my arms. There was definite emotion involved. But I thought, I'll take her for a walk. Went around the block. So I turned left out of my driveway. She hadn't even been in my house came back around the other way she likes to carry her lead so we we're about two houses away I gave her her lead she went trotting on ahead straight up the driveway of my new house that she'd never been into straight up the front path stopped turned around because I was behind it you go what is she doing and it was just like come on mom we're back what are you doing why are you I think she saw your house on Facebook <laughs> Maybe she did. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. You know These what? Dogs are True. I tell you what, she <laughs> is. She's all over it. <laughs> so, what do you think about this assembly of people? It's like the who's who in the pet world, right? Yeah. I think it's just fantastic. It's awesome to get all these minds together. We all have common thoughts about pets and our relationship with pets, and just being able to sit down together just like this and with you and just talk about it and really share our experiences and our knowledge and try to spread the word power right. to the paw. <laughs> right. Well, I'm delighted again that we have, uh, are you a doctor? A doctor. Doctor yes. in the house. Uh, we have Dr. Reagan McGowan and Dr. Zara Bolin, and I thank you both for putting this together, and I really enjoyed both of your talks. Thank you. Can I just do one more shout-out? Sure. Can I just ask everyone who's listening to do the hashtag Better With Pets and share their stories? That sounds That's like a good advice. All right. We're going to talk to more people here on the Obehave show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio after we take this commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit, stay, we'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. Obehave will be back in a flash right after these messages. 
Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friends. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. We wear fur and we're damn proud of it. What? And our four legs and our tail and we go to the bathroom outside. Well, we may not be too proud of that. <laughs> Sniff around, then mark your spot right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is John O'Hurley reminding you you're listening to the Obehave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're here at the Perina Better With Pets. Put that hashtag, hashtag Better With Pets, Summit. And I uh, got a couple cool catty people here for a good reason. That is because I want to introduce you to Christina Ha and Michael Delgado, and these guys know cats. And I want to first start with you, Michael. Tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. I worked as a cat behavior specialist at the San Francisco SPCA for many years. And in 2008, I left to co-found my business, Feline Minds. We offer in-home consultations for pet owners, uh, specifically cat owners who are having behavior challenges with their cats. And we also do uh, consultations for shelters, rescue groups, and even a few cat cafes, although not, well, not don't let the cat out of the bag yet. We're getting the Christina. Okay, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I'm a grad student at UC Berkeley where I study animal behavior. Nice, nice. And uh, speaking of somebody that is also another trailblazer in the world of cats, we're talking about Christina Ha. Tell us a little bit. They're going to be surprised what you do. Hi, my name is Christina Ha. I'm one of the co-founders of Meow Parlor, which is New York City's first permanent cat cafe. We have a space where we host, you know, up to a dozen adoptable cats, and we've had over 70 adoptions within the last year. So you can sip your latte and check out the kitties. Absolutely. All right. I've been to one in San Diego, the cat cafe, so I, I, I hope I can get to see yours while I'm here in New York. But what inspired you to do that, Christina? Well, I really love cats, and one of our challenges as being a cat owner is I have a cat that's sort of a less-than-perfect cat, and I felt like in the more traditional adoption setting, he probably would have been passed over and not adopted. And what's his name? Mr. Socks. Of course, it's not Socks, it's Mr. Socks, because we're talking cats, folks. He's pretty fancy. So, well, Mr. Socks has all these little things that make him less-than-perfect, but I feel like, you know, we wanted to create an environment where people were going to see cats for who they are and love them for a lot of the values that they could bring to your lives versus, you know, just being like, I need this cat because he's cute. So I walk into Meow Parlor. What am I noticing that says to me, this cat is really digging this place? Cats lying on their back with their legs spread wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it myself. Really? I, yeah, I visited Meow Parlor last night, and What'd the cats were, it was great. The cats looked very happy and relaxed. There were a lot of... Even though the Mets lost the World Series the day after, the cats yeah. are still chilling in New York? 
Not all of them were Mets fans. Okay. Okay, okay. So uh, what's a couple of pieces of advice, Christina, you could give to our listeners to help in adopting the right cat for you? Not the one that's the cutest, but the one that has a personality that is, pardon the pun, perfect. I think you should spend a lot of time talking to an adoption rep. They do a really great job, I think. Um, they get to know the cats, and they know which cats are best suited for your different lifestyle. So if you're very honest with them about you know, who you are, what you're looking for, your expectations, right. and the lifestyle that you have, they can often pair you with a cat that's going to be perfect for your needs. Okay, that sounds good. And, and Michael, when it comes to cats of the 21st century, you know they're not the backyard barn cats anymore. What are some of the things that we can do to enrich their lives? Great question. Because we are keeping cats indoors a lot more than in the past and treating them maybe more like babies than (laughs) wild animals, um, we need to provide them with plenty of exercise and mental stimulation. And so a few of my favorite things would be playtime with interactive toys. So rather than just having like a ping pong ball on the ground, it would be a toy where the human actually moves. Okay. uh, You know, something with a stick and a string and something on the end. And they move it like prey to stimulate their cat's hunting Uh, instincts. Um, And we heard a lot at the uh, Better with Pets Summit today about food puzzles. And I think food puzzles are a great way to provide mental stimulation and exercise to cats. There was a term that was used about how cats really and dogs like to be able to hunt for their food. They don't want it just in a bowl. Yeah, that term is contra-free loading. And the idea is that most animals, uh, when given the choice between working for their food and just being given food freely, um, actually choose the option where they do work. So my cat Casey has two kinds of food puzzles. It's one is real low tech. It's this little plastic wobbly thing that you unscrew it, put a few treats in, mm-hmm. screw it, and they he bats it. He tries mm-hmm. to hold it in his mouth because he's a big dude. And the other one is this high tech webcam <laughs> where you can remotely release treats, mm-hmm. see your cat or dog, and do it. And and he's not frightened by technology. And he actually does have some games on my iPad. He paws. I mean, the 21st century cat, they probably know more about apps than I do. What do you think, Michael? (laughs) Um, I think that applications are great if the pet is interested. And, you know, the the main thing is thinking that cats are not only visual. So the reason that I like tactile toys and interactive games in addition to digital games is just that we're making sure that the cat has the full experience where they touch things, they can smell them. They can taste them and see them. So it's it's always good to offer a variety of activities for your cat so they don't get bored. So I think digital activities are just a supplement to all the other tools we already have to keep our cats happy. And how do you trip out Meow Parlor for the felines in residence? So first we start with how the space is designed. We have a lot of spaces for them to go vertically, uh, spaces for them to hide if they need a place to chill out. We have a lot of spaces that are, you know, actually totally visible, but they feel like they're hidden. It's like a box where they feel safe or something where it's tight and they can feel safe in. So, you know, sometimes people walk in and they're like, there's no cats here. And you're like, wait a second, look at this, 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 and this. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, there's like a dozen cats. And you're like, well, that's what you signed up for, isn't it? And we also have these, you know, boxes where we have all these toys in there. And what's great is that, you know, we get to know the cats over time. So we get to know which toys that particular cat likes. So people will be playing with one toy and be like, hold on a second, I got this. And we'll switch the toy out for something else and be like, let's play with this one and you'll get this cat running over to you immediately. So it's really nice because we get to teach people how to play with cats, but also let people know that, you know, cats react to different things differently. So they 
they get to see a variety of, of different toys and how to interact with our cats, which hopefully they take home so they can play with their cats that way too. That'd be nice. Now, Christina, how, how do we find the Meow Parlor when we come to the Big Apple? So you can start by going to our website, which has, you know, a map, our address, and all of those things. We're located on Hester Street between um, Essex and Ludlow. Okay. So we're in the Lower East Side. It's, it's a cool neighborhood. Meowparlor.com. Oh, you had to make it easy. Meowparlor.com. Okay, Super easy. <laughs> and Michael Delgado, how do we find out more about you? You can go to felineminds.com. That is my uh, consulting business. Or you can go to michaeldelgado.com. All right. Well, I'm delighted that you're um, giving a life better for the fine felines and our families. And I thank you both for being a guest on the show. Thank you for doing this show. Thank you so much. All right. Not a single hairball was heard in this episode. Everything's great. We're going to continue with more experts here at the Better With Pets Summit. Hey, everybody. This is Arden Moore, your host of the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. And we're here at the Perina Better With Pets Summit in New York. And I saw this fantastic table. I had to stop and ask those curious cat questions. Really, what is this? And here to explain is Alex Johnson with Perina. Welcome to the show. Hi. So glad to be here. Now, I have a cat that I got to Admit, loves the, the toy you're going to tell me about, but for those that don't know, tell us what this toy is called and how it really gets a cat's mind going in a good way. Yes, this is called Pull and Play, and we've got uh, the Wobbert. It's right. Uh, it's got a edible string that goes through the ears, and then you can also open the top of its head to put uh, treats or food inside, and there's a little hole on the side. So it's weighted at the base. So right, you, so it wobbles. Yes, so you the cat bats it around and gets the food out or chews on the string that comes out of the ears. And Well, listeners, when we put this episode on, we're going to do the little one-minute video of pet safety cat Casey playing with this toy to show. Unfortunately, he eats the cheese too fast for me to hurry up and videotape him. That's a big draw. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad to hear it. I'll have to share it with everyone back in Purina. And and for all the dog lovers out there, how do you make just giving a treat to a dog so much more jazzed up? What do you got? Well, we've got the pig poppers and it's a a container. What's it called? Pig poppers. Of course. So for begging party uh, party poppers. So you uh, have a little nose on the top of it. It's shaped like a pig head. And <laughs> you push the nose down and put the treat in there. And then you let go. And then it pops on its own. It launches pretty yep. well. Yep. <laughs> What's been the response about the, the clientele that really matters, the dog? Uh, it's been a big hit. It's been a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any pets of your own? I have a uh, blue healer. And he loves it. He okay. has a good time. And what is your blue healer's name? Because he wants to be mentioned on the radio. Well, his name's a little complicated. It's Namajira. Of course it is. What is that? Albert Namajira. He was a fan, uh, fantastic artist, Aboriginal artist in Australia, and that's where Nam is from. Oh, very nice. And we are speaking with Alex Johnson, and what is your fancy title at Perina? I'm a senior designer. All right, so what do you think of the summit so far? Oh, it's fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. To I'm be excited about everyone. Table. Come on. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Great. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, it was a pleasure talking Such to you. Such a nice time meeting you, too. All right. Hey, everybody, we're here at the Better With Pets Summit, and I love this lady's name. It's a great name. You got to know it. And you know her anyway because she's pretty cool. We're talking about Andrea Arden. Welcome to the Old Behave Show. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, one namesake to another. What do you think of our names? I think Arden is a pretty rocking name. I, I like think it. so too. Now, I understand you're getting all my email and all my business. <laughs> I am, but I feel bad I told you that because I, I think I've regretted <laughs> to forward some of them. Yeah, the ones with ka-ching associated. But seriously, folks, she is one of the most knowledgeable people when it comes to all things DOG. And she's based in New York. 
We're here in New York at the summit. From the dog's vantage point, what do you think about what happened today? We're talking about the emotional well-being of pets. And then to go in this whole experience area where there's dogs. There's a couple of pugs in a tunnel and other things. But your take on what this summit is all about. Well, I love the idea that they really focused on the emotional well-being. I mean, we all, I think, are getting more knowledgeable in regards to nutrition, um, making sure we make consistent visits to our veterinarian. But I think all of us could benefit from recognizing the fact that our animal's emotional well-being is so important. It plays a, a really major role in their overall health, both yeah. physically and mentally. Right. Um, so I love the fact that that really is the focus here today. Now, we met years ago in New York, and I think it was like a bark mitzvah or something. It was a dog wedding inside a place, and I, I instantly liked you. But what got you into this whole pet business? You know, I would have to say, it may sound a tiny bit corny, but it was really my dad. My dad was, um, in fact, my dad loved animals so much that one of his dogs, he would call it his number one son, and I have two brothers. Oh, so that, yeah, that tells at least you they know. didn't call him number one daughter. <laughs> no, that's true, that's true. So my dad was really passionate about animals and passed that along to me. And, and again, I always feel like it sounds so corny, but I do feel incredibly lucky that my career revolves around something I'm so passionate about. So I'm glad your dad influenced you because that's important. You're here in New York, but you've worked with Marlo Thomas. You work with a lot of celebrity dogs. You work with really cool dogs that have celebrity attitudes, too. Right. That's a good way of putting it. You know, I would have to say if you live in New York or Los Angeles and you're a pet professional, odds are you have some celebrities as clients. But the way you said it is exactly right, which is those people are great. It's super fun. There's a thrill to that. But I got to say that all the animals we work with are kind of celebrities to us. So give me a range of some of the most exotic type of dogs or biggest. What's the biggest dog you've helped? An Irish wolfhound, probably big? the biggest. Oh, my gosh. I think he probably, you know, when we talk about big dogs, we usually talk about their weight, not their height. He yeah. probably was, I'm guessing, like 175 pounds. Wasn't he a center for the New York Knicks? <laughs> but I'm bump. <laughs> but we see in New York City, name a rare breed we see him. Um, Norwegian right. Lundahuns, um, Quaker Huns, you know, every type of dog that's out there. Because I think New Yorkers tend to be of the, the mindset that they want an animal that's unique from all the other ones on the block. And I think that one is, by name, Preston Speaks, who's in the background overshadowing this talk. Really, Preston? We got a marathon mouth. All right, I love Preston. Where can people find out more about you, Andrea Arden? And don't go to Arden Moore's website, folks. <laughs> well, they can go there. I mean, that's fine with me. We both, I think, are giving out good information. But it's andreaarden.com. You and, make it too easy. Well, I was going to say, and, and for the people out there that have been sending me your email, um, especially the ones or the, your mail with um, the checks in it, keep on sending it to me. Yeah, how come none of you send the bills to Andrea Arden? That's not now. Do you know anything about your family's last name? I do. From what I understand, it's from it, England. Same with you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So I got the last name first. Actually, Arden is a surname, and I'm a chick with a surname as my first name. Which I actually, I wish my last name was my first name. I think it's cooler as you a first name. You would have been Arden, Andrea. No, just Arden, Arden. Arden, Arden. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds cool. And uh, any advice you want to give our listeners about a tip or two about their dogs? I mean, I think, you know, the takeaway from today is, is that we really need to focus on our, our animals' overall well-being and their emotional well-being, making sure we're doing the best we can to provide an environment that's as stress-less as possible is okay. probably the best takeaway from today. All right. Well, it is a pleasure always to see you, uh, named Twin. <laughs> it was a pleasure to see you as well. All right. Thank you. <laughs>
We're winding up our time here at the Better With Pets Summit, and I just landed into a cat paradise. There's a whole big room set aside with cats of all sizes and ages. They're all super sweet. And with me right now to explain what this is all about, please say Bob. Yes, hi. How and what's are your last name again? Ruggiero. So tell us a little bit what's going on in here, Bob. Well, the cats are in here showing that they... Uh, Cats need to be socialized, and uh, when you show your cat a lot of love and attention, then your cat will socialize with your friends and with strangers even, like we found. Yes. You've got uh, probably two dozen people in here. Oh, at at least. At this time. And uh, none of the cats are hiding. They're all going and visiting everyone. Yeah. And where did you travel from to get these cats in We traveled from central Jersey. Wow. Burlington County. And how was the ride? Wow! Are we almost there yet? Wow! Are we almost there yet? No, only for the first 10 minutes, and then they all calm down because they're in cages with litter boxes and food. Tell me about a few of these cats. Oh, these cats are, are pretty famous cats. They do movies and TV shows, commercials, and nice. print. Give us a little tease. All right. Where, where, uh, where are some of them? One of our cats, well, matter of fact, eight of our cats are on the show last week tonight with John Oliver. Oh, cool. The version is called The uh, End of Times, and they play a Western scene where they, they're all in a Western bar dressed up as really? Western people. And <laughs> Harley is a cowboy. Harley's a cowboy, okay. Who plays cards, has a cigarette, <laughs> no. and drink. But is it an electronic cigarette? You know. No, it's catnip. Okay, catnip. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, and then Six was a bartender. Nice, nice. And uh, Six actually passed a beer down the bar, and Harley caught it, nice. and then drank the foam off the top of it. Very In nice. his full cowboy uniform. Now, is he called Six because he's a polydactyl? She, she, yes. She's called Six. She's a polydactyl. She has thumbs. And what kind of, uh, give me another movie or TV that you've uh, had these cats in. Well, Six has been in uh, Angriest Man in Brooklyn with Robin Williams. Nice. She was also in uh, William Seymour Hoffman's last film he made. She did a lot of small clips. She worked with James Franco, who's now her boyfriend. Oh, nice. And how do we find out more about these cats and you, Bob? Well, Six has a site on Facebook called Six... S-Y-X-X of Cybercat Exotics. That sounds good. I am so glad I stumbled into this room, and I give you, I think you're doing a meovelous job of training these cats. Well, thank you. They're our lives. We love them, and they love us back. All right. Well, that's it today, guys, from uh, the Better With Pets Summit in New York. This is Arden Moore, your host of the Behave Show, just giving just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.